Ahoy! Hello. Hello! Welcome back to the Escalator to Nowhere, a Simpsons podcast. I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. And I'm a seasoned Simpsons fan. And I'm learning. And we are walking our way through The Simpsons uh, so that my wife can better learn the series that I love so much. Did you say the name of the podcast? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I started with it. I definitely zoned out. The Escalator to Nowhere. Are you looking at me now? (laughs) The Escalator to Nowhere, which, by the way, you can also find on Instagram at Escalator to Nowhere Pod. And you can also send us an email if you'd like to reach out at Escalator to Nowhere Pod at gmail.com. Thank you. Thank you. So we are on season one, episode five. This yeah, is Bart the General. And uh, we're going to start with the facts. Give us the facts. The facts are the production code for this episode is 7G. Oh, uh, uh. Zero 05. It originally aired on February 4th, 1990, and it was written by, oh boy, John Schwartzwelder. That seems right. Okay. <laughs> quite the name john uh schwartzwelder and directed by david silverman excellent so uh i'm going to redo the synopsis from the simpsons fan wiki page uh, that you can find in our description Uh, it is after defending lisa from school bully nelson Muntz, bart becomes nelson's latest school bullying target having become sick of the harassment and torment Bart, Grandpa Simpson, and Herman, a slightly deranged military antique store (laughs) dealer with a missing arm, rally the town's children into fighting back against Nelson and his cronies. I'm going to say, first off, that this is a much better synopsis than the last one that we read. (laughs) It was more of a full picture. Definitely. Little, little, uh uh-oh. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm adjusting my mic, everybody. Sorry, that's me. Okay. A little more full picture. Yeah, a little more full picture. Sorry, was I supposed to keep talking there? Uh, I, yes, that, that's what you were supposed to do. I'm sorry, I forgot to vamp everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, credits. Oh, I thought you had more. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Not at all. So, All right, so we, well, we'll, we'll begin at the beginning, the credits. Let's talk about the credits. There's something to notice here. They're short. Yes. They do not have a chalkboard. They do not have a... Uh, a couch gag Mm -hmm. um i can only assume that's because this episode is a little bit long and they probably had to cut short for time but i don't know that for sure you know i actually had not thought about that but that could be the case uh but this is the first example that we find of the shortened gag which will become the standard in later seasons right the shortened um credit i'm sorry shortened credit Yeah, Yeah. yeah yeah Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, that's what I wrote down first was uh, no couch gag. So we open up the scene here with Lisa doing something that is very, very Lisa. Yes. And that is... She's making cupcakes for her teacher's birthday. That's right. <laughs> she is sucking up. Did you ever know when your teacher's birthdays were? No, I, I don't think... I don't think I ever did either. I don't either. think that I did. Oh. Uh, uh, trying to think about it now, I don't think I ever heard... So that's just kind of like another... Like, point for lisa in terms of brown nosing yeah although she protests doesn't she uh she says she's not sucking up she really likes her teacher right and i don't know if you noticed she says mrs hoover she does say mrs hoover Uh uh-huh it's miss hoover it 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 is she's a single lady i'm assuming i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i mean i think considering when this was made yeah it probably is a pretty safe we have not seen Miss Hoover at all, have we? I don't think we have. I don't know. I'm not sure. If we have, it's it, again, it's been very brief. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even see her in this episode. No, we didn't. <laughs> at all. This, despite the fact this that... This is very much a Bart Central episode. The entire first act was about these cupcakes. Yeah, let's talk about that. And I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah. I get it, y'all. Like, Lisa's not going to give Bart a cupcake. And it becomes... It does become, like, the crux of the episode, kind of, in terms of getting the story rolling. Yeah, it's definitely the catalyst that changes the status quo, right? Exactly, but, oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, I actually thought you were going to say something else about the cupcakes. They looked gross. They they were clearly muffins. Yeah. (laughs) Those were clearly muffins. They were brown, right? Yeah. They were brown, and there, there was no icing. There was no icing, but, like... Lisa's standing at the counter and she has a little can in her hand, which I can only presume is icing because she has like a knife and, a, and like a... Oh, really? I yeah. didn't notice that. Yeah. So she's like while she's talking to Bart and whatnot, she's uh-huh. 
has this little can in her hand and it looks like she's putting icing on them, but it's exactly the same color as the cake. Yeah. It, it, and yeah. it must be the same texture because <laughs> I guess, I guess maybe they're supposed to be chocolate, but they don't so. look chocolatey. I don't know. Like, I mean, whatever. Bart wants one real bad. So does yeah. Homer. Yeah, he does. Homer does as well. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's right. So. They both keep opening up the damn oven. So yeah. <laughs> these things are never going to bake. Yeah. Caitlin is a very good baker, by they the way, try- everybody. And, uh, she has, uh, made me a lot of delicious treats over the years, which is part of the reason why I noticed these cupcakes. Yeah. Quote, unquote. But, but also, like, they're trying to reach into the hottest oven, cooking these muffins, cupcakes, uh-huh. whatever you want to call them, <laughs> yeah. and just try to sneak them out? I don't think so. Straight on, like... You don't get a of glove Line or cook something. asbestos hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Who do you think you are? So... Uh, the, uh, the Simpson children arrive at school. Bart does eventually get his cupcake, by the way. Uh, this phrase, which, uh, was prevalent. Uh, boy, I got to think about how to phrase this. Um, this phrase, which was prevalent in my childhood, but in the most innocent of ways, close your, uh, open your mouth and close your eyes. Here comes a big big surprise. surprise. Yeah. Which, uh, so they're on the bus when this happens and, uh, one of the cupcakes falls on the floor and then Lisa puts it in Bart's mouth mm-hmm. and he doesn't see any of that because his eyes have been closed the whole time. Yes. Yep. So, uh, but you know what, knowing, knowing Bart and knowing the Simpson children in general, I think that would have been totally fine. Yeah. Even if he had seen it. Right. Well, fair. <laughs> so we uh, get off the bus. Uh, we see Otto again while we're on the bus. Mm-hmm. Otto gets a cupcake from yep. Lisa. Yes. That and that just that makes Bart very upset. And Lisa's going around. Once they get off the bus, she's handing out these cupcakes to the other children. She shows it to one girl. She shows them to a girl. Mm-hmm. I think Janie, maybe. Uh, I don't remember. I do not recognize her. Okay. <laughs> um, so anyway, she yeah, she opens the box. She says, "Look, Janie. Look, insert I, name I of remember. random child here. Uh, glass uh, cupcakes, glasses." Cupcakes. You're thinking about girl glasses. That's, yeah. that's why you said that. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's true. Look, Jamie, cupcakes. And then mm-hmm. enter. Enter one of the unnamed early Goon. early series bullies. Yeah. Uh, uh, who is not nearly as important as who will be introduced here in a second. But before right. we get to that, so he comes in and swipes the cupcakes. And then when Lisa tries to get them back, he throws them down and stomps on them. Which, of course, prompts Bart to come in. Mm-hmm. And Lisa warns Bart. This will be a warning that will permeate through the series. Be careful. He is a friend of Nelson Muntz. Yeah. Yeah, which I was like, oh, here we are. Mm-hmm. Here comes Nelson. Here comes Nelson. And not just here comes Nelson. Here comes Nelson pretty much sounding like Nelson. Uh-huh. Looking like Nelson. Yeah. Uh, tattered vest and everything. Mm-hmm. And so, and and behaving like Nelson. like Nelson, and I I looked it up on the wiki. The two goons or whatever Nelson's mm-hmm. friends in this are unnamed. We have Yellow Weasel and Black Weasel. Oh, there you go. So, so, yep. I actually uh, later on in the episode when uh, the Black Weasel comes forward, I thought for a second that the animators had messed up and oh. made him the wrong color right. or that there was some no. issue with animation. You thought it was the yellow guy. I thought it was the same one. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, there's the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Bart tries to intervene and then, yeah, enter Nelson. Right. So Nelson comes in and Nelson does what Nelson does. And he immediately uh, gives Bart a whooping. But <laughs> Bart uh, gets a... gets the upper hand in a very small way. He makes Nelson bleed his own blood. That's yep. His, his little bloody nose. This is, this is a phrase, by the way, one of those phrases that I remember from my childhood. And I don't know if I saw it when it aired or, or if it was later in syndication or whatever, but I just remember being young and hearing the, and watching Nelson say, Hey, you made me bleed my own blood. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. No. Um, can we talk real quick though? You know, in the, in the middle of this altercation, uh, Skinner walks up and does something that is very Skinner of him. He, yeah, he's he's just like, oh, time to go to class. Yeah, he's to- he's totally clueless totally, about what's yeah, going on. Yeah, well, and that was something I was going to bring up too. It's like, 
Nelson's complaining about bleeding his own blood, but he says that normally when this happens, it's somebody else's blood splashing onto him or spattering onto him. And it's like, what is going on in this school where children are bleeding on each other Uh and just... (laughs) That's wreaking havoc, Springfield but that's what it is. Yeah. right? Yeah. So, well, in, in Prince uh, Skinner's behavior, just kind of solidifies this that. This is right? a funny parallel to something that happens in a later episode where uh, uh, Nelson is sitting at a lunch table, and Skinner walks up, and he says, "Hey, what he, Nelson is saying is." And if your huckleberries are too tart, I just dust them with confectioner's sugar. And then Skinner walks up, and he goes, "Uh, uh I mean." I kicked the guy's ass. <laughs> Skinner goes, mm-hmm, and walks, keeps, keeps walking yeah. away. So we have this sort of this sort of parallel in opposite terms, I guess. Right. Well, it, it suits the the moment, right? So something happens in this moment. We've talked before on the podcast here about things that we thought would be much more prevalent in our lives because of popular culture, and something happens here that I thought would be much more prevalent in my own life. I don't know where you're going with this. Yeah, you probably don't. We've never talked about this in, oh, okay. our, in our personal lives. I thought growing up that meeting at the flagpole to oh, fight yeah. at 3.15, I think is the time, yeah. uh, would be a much more common scenario. Yeah, meet me on, meet me on the playground or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Meet me at X spot at X time so we can punch each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that is... For sure, I'm sure for some people that was something that they did, but not I mean, for me. I remember rumors of it happening, mm-hmm. but I don't think it ever did. Yeah, when I was when I was little, like I, I mean, I had my fair share of run-ins with bullies and and mm-hmm. whatnot. Fortunately, I, I though I was a very fat little kid. <laughs> Uh, I was also a pretty funny little kid, so like oh, people wow. would come to my <laughs> people would come to my aid, but. Uh, uh, I, I, I did think, you know, I did think a few times about, you know, oh, well, what if they tell me to meet them at the flagpole? I gotta go. You right. have to go to the flagpole. It's, on, it's an honor thing, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder why that is. I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not sure. Like, I guess just TV. Like we all thought that that was going to be a bigger deal than it actually turned out to be. Life imitates art. Yeah, I guess so. Uh-huh. Especially or, if you're or not. It's an a little kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Bart is in in class, right? And he is he falls into this like sort of I don't know. I wrote it this way. You know this person way better than I do. So I'm going to throw this out there and hear what you have to say about it. Okay. I wrote I wrote down that Bart falls into this Hitchcock dream sequence. Um I I wrote down that he he falls into just a daydream. Uh-huh. I don't know that I'd classify it as a Hitchcock. Maybe but... like Twilight Zone? The spiral fall is what really th- drove oh, me down there. Oh, I see, I see. And then the weird angles. Uh... Yeah. Well, it, it, that all contributes to like the non-reality of it all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. He has a daydream about getting beaten and terrorized by Nelson. I have seen exactly two Hitchcock films. <laughs> One of them is Psycho, and the other one is Rear Window, neither of which contains a sequence like this. No. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's what I wrote down, so here we are. I mean, I guess I, guess I could see why you would say that, but at the same time, like... You know, you know what I'm probably thinking? To- you know what I'm actually thinking about, probably? Is the uh, Hollywood Tower of Terror, <laughs> the ride oh, at yeah. Disney. <laughs> which I have written, by the way. Bart Tower of Terrors. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, what- I... It's, as funny as it is that we're watching this on Disney Plus, we are not Disney people, no. y'all. Uh, but I have been to Disney. I went my senior year in high school, and we did ride the Tower of Terror. And I distinctly remember being very disappointed with how non-terrifying it was, both in the thrills and the frightening <laughs> categories. The terror of it <laughs> the all? Whole, yes, the whole the whole terror part was lacking. The tower, <laughs> great. The tower, looking good. <laughs> not so much terror. No, not much terror going gotcha. on there. <laughs> Of course, I was a really cynical, you know, senior in high school. <laughs> you know, uh, so right. there we are. But um, so, we, you know, we, we make it past uh, Bart's uh, inter- interaction, the flagpole, which was not favorable to Bart. He gets thrown into a trash can uh, after getting beat up. And he rolls all the way back to 742 Evergreen Terrace. Yeah, well, hold on. You, you skipped a couple things. Oh, okay. Because Bart, after having said... Hitchcockian 
dream sequence uh-huh. is commiserating with somebody. Oh, uh, who is it? Is it Millhouse? Is it Millhouse? Uh-huh. Yeah. So like he's he's like commiserating with Mil- Millhouse about how worried he is. Uh-huh. And then um, that's hold on. Oh, and then he's he's dreaming about his own funeral. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's the funeral yeah. sequence. Yes, and he's lying there, literally classic cartoon, cartoon X's, X's. I on wrote, his that's, eyes. I literally wrote that down. Cartoon uh, X's. Uh huh. And people are walking up and saying their goodbyes, and to include uh, Millhouse, who yes. walks up and says, "Oh, we got a day off of school for this." Yeah. Thanks, and then Bart. of course Homer <laughs> walks up and says, "And I got a day off of work." <laughs> Marge, Marge, of course, goes into Marge mode and is like. No, like, mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly what she says, but she's she's being not Marge. amused. Yeah, yeah, she's being Marge. Yeah. And then we have uh, what might be in real life an unexpected attendee at the funeral. It's Nelson. Nelson. Who's dressed, by the way, exactly the same way as he was earlier, except it, he's with wearing... With his little bow tie. Little bow tie. <laughs> That's right. I noticed that. That was very funny. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, but Lisa's also there, and she mm-hmm. puts a... Uh, she has cupcakes with her, of course, yeah. and puts one right on Bart's forehead she and sure then just does. frolics away. And when Nelson comes up, he goes, oh, they have food here. And he takes the cupcake away and eats uh-huh. it, which is also funny. But yes. And then after that, he has the fight. He rolls home in a trash can, which is also very funny. <laughs> It's a long way to roll roll around in a trash can. Well, you were loving this episode because this happens several times, <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It's just, it's the comedy of it all. And so then um, after Bart rolls home, he goes inside and is like hiding in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. He's so traumatized by this event. Yeah. Homer, uh, he, he does something that Bart does uh, from time to time in the series. He gets beat up or has a rough time doing something, comes home and walks past his parents, mm-hmm. one or both of them. In this mm-hmm. case, it's both of them. Mm-hmm. And they don't notice right away that something is really wrong. Right. And then Homer comes up to the bathroom and is like trying to console Bart. Bart's crying. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hold on, boy, let me dry those tears. I don't think he actually says that. But then he <laughs> takes the hair dryer out I, and I think blows he does his say face. that, but yeah, blow, blows. Yeah. And, and <laughs> then you get... tears dry with the hair dryer. Simpson is doing something that involves wind blow. Yeah. Or their skin yeah, is this, coming off of their skull. His face like, uh, is like flapping around. Um, it's very funny. Yeah, and, and something that happens here that actually uh, is an important uh part of the sequence and the reason is because it's uh, it's not really a catchphrase i guess it's just something that she says a good deal uh marge refers to i believe bart for the first time as her special little guy oh and uh, i didn't notice that that is most assuredly a very common margeism so my, my special little guy we also get something uh unspoken that's very common uh later on in this episode and i'll i'll point it out when we get to that okay. part okay i i picked up on the fact that um the last episode we talked about Homer and Marge kind of role reversal mm-hmm. and it, it's kind of it, the, the roles have switched back to the status quo. Yes, they have because Homer's doing his best trying to console his very upset kid mm-hmm. and in comes Marge and he's like, don't interrupt me. And then she like actually comes in with the real, like, like, Go to the principal, talk, you know. Yeah, the real, I don't want to say advice, but I guess guidance is the best term. Yeah, so, and and here's something that I think really dates this show, by the way, because Marge comes in with the, you better go to the principal business, Mm -hmm. and here comes the unwholesome advice from Homer, which is, no, you cannot, because that goes against the playground rules. Right, the the code of the schoolyard. Yeah, the code of the schoolyard, yes, uh, and... He said, you know, number one, don't tattle. Number two, make fun of people who are different from you. Yeah. And then uh, number three is never tell the principal or never go to the principal. There was something like, yeah, never, um, never speak unless you're sure everybody's going to agree with you or something like that. Yeah. I was trying to write them down as he was rattling through them. (laughs) They were were pretty verbose. So yeah. But like, you know, this is, this is, this is kind of thing. Like I think in, in, in modern television that just, I don't think it would fly. Uh, especially the be sure to make fun of people who are different than you. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I didn't think of that. Um, it's something that didn't make me kind of chuckle is that, excuse me, beer, beer. Um, 
uh, I think it's Marge asks Bart, like, who the problem is. And he's like, Nelson Muntz. He's in this, all the same special classes as me. No. Oh, I didn't catch that. <laughs> Implying that Bart is, but, like, they're, like, in the hard knocks classes. Uh-huh, whatever. yeah. Hey, he called me slow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's from a different episode. I, I sure. Uh-huh. Okay. So, uh, anyways, Bart, of course, buys Homer Homer's advice. Who, by the way, by the way, he again calls Dad while he's crying in the bathtub. Did not notice that. And uh, he goes uh, to approach Nelson, uh, and Homer has advised him not only uh, in this code of the schoolyard, but he's advised him to throw mud in his eye and sucker punch him. Right. In the family jewels. And, yes, in the family jewels, which is very important. Very important. <laughs> so uh, he. He throws mud in Nelson's eyes, and then he punches him, but... He try, yeah, he tries to punch him. Nelson does is... Does not imp- land said punch. Oh, he lands it. It's just that it's Nelson just, is impervious and it's to not it. And it's not in the family jewels. No. Uh, uh, but in, in this moment, we get the advice from Homer in Bart's thought bubble. Yeah. Which sets up a pretty great joke. Yeah. Where Bart then tries to go for Nelson's family jewels. Nelson puts his hand out in a very cartoonist fashion, and Bart can't reach him. And then Bart kind of looks over to the thought bubble, and Homer just shrugs. He's yes. like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was a laugh-out-loud moment for me. Yeah. Let me see what I think. Yeah. I, I laughed pretty good. It was, it was funny. So, um, at any rate, we, we make our way uh, uh, past the fight. Bart ends up in the trash can again. <laughs> Rolling up Lisa. Lisa's, Lisa's sitting on the curb eating ice cream while poor Bart's getting the lights beat out of him. Yep. The daylights beat out of him, I guess. The daylight, yeah. Not the well, lights. Well, you know, his lights, he punched his lights out. <laughs> there you go. Okay. But, uh, and so then we move into what is, I, uh, I do believe, to be the actual introduction of Grandpa, Grandpa. Simpson. Yeah. And Lisa calls him the toughest Simpson alive. That, that's so right. you need to go speak to him. This is foreshadowing for the uh, Flying Hellfish yeah, episode, I is. suppose, which you have seen. Uh, I think I have. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, at, at any rate, we um, uh, uh, Bart goes to see Grandpa at the Springfield Retirement Castle. And uh, he walks uh, up to the nurse. There's a little bit where the nurse goes in and actually sees grandpa who's writing a letter who is <laughs> yes uh i wrote i wrote down that he is uh he's writing this letter in the style of one of abe simpson's famous rants okay and so these these are going to become a common thing in the series you know the phrase i tied an onion to my belt yeah. which was the style at the time yeah. so we have the same sort of thing abe simpson also writes letters as you can see here right uh and this time he does not say i am not a crackpot <laughs> but he does complain about television not being as bland and wholesome or, or something along those he lines. Says, he says, I'm tired of old people. I, he, not in so many words, but he says something about old people on TV. He doesn't want them being portrayed as vibrant, fun-loving sex maniacs. Yes, many of us are bitter. He says. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and, and you know what show I think he might have been referring to, which had been on the air for several years at this point. What's that? The Golden Girls. Oh really? Oh, I mean, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Could be. Could be. That that would stand to reason. That's I think. a very broad assumption on my part. However, 1989, the Golden Girls have been on for four years. So, <laughs> there you go. I did not know. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, but he does something also. Like, not only is this a very uh, is this a very grandpa rant, he also is very meta, very Simpsons meta. In yes. that, because in the previous scene they had mentioned family jewels, he then begins to list <laughs> words that he no longer wants to hear on TV. One of them is horny. Yeah. So this we have a discrepancy between the Simpsons fandom uh-huh. and the book. Oh, interesting. Which we need to pour one out for our book. Oh, we did that's not why we didn't that. mention this. <sighs> Y'all. Y'all, last night. So we sometimes like to go out and sit in the garage if the weather is nice. It's December right now in Virginia, but we had a 70 degree day yesterday. We have rocking chairs in our garage. Yes. So we like open the door and sit down. I call it the old man spot. Yeah. And it's just a nice place to sit and watch the neighborhood. So we decided we would go out there and sit and just hang out for a little bit last night. And while we were out there, our two beagles, Knox and Gil, just get them off the table. Yeah. Uh, our t- our two beagles, uh, Knox and Gill, 
got a hold of our Simpsons world, our big reference our book. Our big book that we've talked about in the they past several the episodes. They ripped spine totally off. We'll put, we'll put a picture it's, of it. It's um, on the Instagram. It was tragic. It was tragic. Because Robert, Robert, I couldn't see it. And Robert walks over to where it was and he goes, oh no, this is really bad. And I was like, oh no. I was like, did they get my crochet project and tear it apart? Whatever. No, this is worse than that. Yeah. Yeah. So we, ha- we, st- I mean, all the pages are still it's there. It's sitting here spineless it's, next to it's the cover <laughs> very pages are sad. ripped off. Somebody chewed a corner off the front pages. <sighs> yeah. It's, it's not good. But the good news is there was a, a like new copy on ebay that yeah. was not crazy expensive so yeah. it should be here soon so just so you know we ended up paying what did you pay for the i paid 50 bucks for 50 dollars yeah that's not including shipping i actually think that's what i paid somewhere around what i paid for this copy yeah. years ago uh i'm not sure exactly when i bought it yeah i remember when you bought it and it was i think it was like 2013 14 maybe was it okay Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're interested in taking a look at, or purchasing this book, uh, I have, shop around for sure. Yeah. Shop around. And also I have been, uh, just so you know, I have been warned by somebody who has reached out to us. Hello, Timothy, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, t- on the podcast, uh, page for Insta- on our Instagram, uh, that it is not ellipses flawless, right? but it has been a really good resource for us. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of to give us like the basics. Um, mm-hmm. but anyway, the, the discrepancy is on the book in the book, it says that the three words mm-hmm. are raw, mm-hmm. R a W mm-hmm. horny and family jewels. There we go. On the fandom wiki. It's <laughs> sorry, Leo. I know bro. Sorry y'all. Um, on the wiki page, it says, bra bra horny and family jewels so grandpa is very upset about them saying family jewels on tv which is hilarious because the previous scene beforehand had the term family jewels very very meta simpsons thank you Mm -hmm. yes so uh after this point something happens because lisa refers to grandpa as the toughest simpson alive right but grandpa then gets bullied by jasper (laughs) immediately following he wants his um crossword puzzle out of the paper yes uh but in in a uh, in a in a rare moment for abe simpson he not only admits defeat but then immediately admits that he was defeated right and so jasper trottles off but that's the first time we've seen jasper which is good i like jasper is it the first time we've seen (laughs) him can i say my favorite jasper bit yes you can it's in the b sharps episode Mm -hmm. which i believe is called um homer's barbershop quartet very creative uh Uh, it's when they're doing auditions to replace wiggum wiggum yeah yeah okay yeah that's right oh oh, and he's singing the theme from a summer place and he's just From us, uh, which is so funny because that is a song. If you're not it's familiar, a <laughs> if you're not familiar, uh, a summer place. From is a summer a, okay, place. Okay. Uh, this is totally not related to this episode, but the, that that is a movie, and that song is an instrumental theme. From a summer place. Theme. I was saying scene a second ago. Oh, no. No theme. I think you said scene as well. Did I? <laughs> yes, I think you did. That's why I did it. <laughs> anyway, that is my... <laughs> that movie... Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Sorry, I wasn't sure how long it was going to take me to pull this up. I have not actually said said movie, but the, the song is... Um, it's a 1959 Sandra D movie. Where a self-made businessman rekindles a romance with a former flame, while the two te- while their two teenage children begin a romance of their own with drastic consequences. <laughs> so that's the movie, A Summer Place. <laughs> uh, thank you for uh, that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Super. <laughs> All that to say is that this is the first time we see Jasper, and in like 80 seasons, we will see him sing. A theme from a summer place, which is an instrumental song, which is very funny. Uh huh. And eventually, he's going to get a bullet in his wooden leg. <laughs> yes. Uh, and many other things yes. to include. Uh, oh, that's the same. This will be the same episode, but uh, the sidewalk being for regular walking, not fancy walking. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so sorry, uh, y'all. 
That was that was a big tangent. That was that was way wide. That was Good a very job. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're back. Uh, just so you know, she just did the I'm driving the car crazy motion. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure you that's get the full that, experience. That's what that noise was. At home. Yeah. E is supposed to be tire screeching. Going off not, the course. Not a robot. Or e e is, going, is going off the course. Er is going back onto the course. Right. We're back. Oh, okay, okay. We're back. Bark the general. We are on course. Season one. Here we go. go. Go for it. So then we get introduced to another another character right away. Uh, it is Herman. Herman. Yes. Um, <laughs> in this synopsis, it goes in in this three sentence synopsis gets a full half sentence of a slightly deranged military <laughs> antique store dealer with a missing arm. Yeah. So. Do you have you ever encountered someone like Herman? Yes, in real life. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, because we when you know when I was in scouts, uh, when I was in scouts, we go camping a lot, and a lot of our camping equipment and whatnot came from the military surplus store. Oh okay, yeah, we had a we had a military surplus store. I have never set foot in it. It's still there, by the way. But uh, oh, I'm, is, I'm, oh, we gotta go. Oh, to yeah. It's just called G.I. Joe's. It's on the way to my oh, parents' yeah. house. Oh, yeah. I've seen the sign for yeah. it. Yeah. That's that's a military surplus store. Uh-huh. I might have missed this, but the book, uh-huh. the book that is now torn to pieces, mm-hmm. it yes. says that a past occupation was that Herman once ran a counterfeit blue jeans operation out of Homer's garage. Yes, he did. Yes, did that's I in miss a future that? episode. That's oh, in a future okay, episode. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, they have like these little sidebars with information about these characters. Yes, that will come up in a thousand years when we eventually get to that okay. season. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah. Uh, something about Herman that I noticed, uh, you, uh, I don't know if you noticed or not, but he sounds an awful lot like Ned Flanders. He does. He does. I did notice that. Yes. Um, the book... <laughs> sorry. The book says that he sounds like... Uh, an uncanny resemblance to that of George H.W. Bush. Mm-hmm. Okay. He does. Yes, he yeah. does. He, he very much does. Yeah. That, that will also be in a later season. Oh, okay. Never mind then. So, uh, yeah. So they go to Herman's. And, and uh, Herman helps them out. And, and one of the things that Herman recommends is that the, uh, Bart form a, a company, so to speak, of right. children to stand against. Can we, can we talk about Herman's shop real fast? Sure. I noticed two things. Okay. I want to see if you noticed them. Okay. In the display case, like he's standing behind the counter talking to Bart and grandpa. And in the display case, did you notice what he has for sale? He has helmets. Oh, yes. He has helmets, but he also has Hitler's teeth. Oh, does he? Yeah. <laughs> I did not notice okay, that. Okay. So that, well, that was something in the display case. And then something I noticed behind him on the wall mm-hmm. is a drawing okay. of an airplane. Uh-huh. And I can't remember in my brain if that is the same drawing that Homer does in. Oh, I uh, didn't even notice. There's no place like Homer. Home? No disgrace like no home. No disgrace like home. Yeah. Uh, I, I did not notice the airplane drawing. I was busy looking at the very varying sorts of helmets that were off to the oh, screen okay. right there. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the two things I noticed about his little store. Um, something though, uh, that I, I noticed, which I thought was very funny and I can, I cannot tell you if this was an intentional joke or not when Herman starts to, uh, when Herman starts to assist Bart, uh, they build a little model of Springfield and he, he denotes that, is it main street? is the heart of Springfield or something along those lines. Anyway, he says, blah, 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 main street or whatever the street it is. And then he says, the Greeks knew it. The Carthaginians knew it. And you know it. And I thought to myself immediately, uh, weren't both of those civilizations conquered by Rome? (laughs) (laughs) Nerd. (laughs) Isn't that the case? (laughs) Also, also to speak of the Greeks in a way that does not recognize the differences in the polises is, uh, is uh, historically uh, questionable, but deep dive, Robert. That's all I'm saying. That's uh, all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember when we talked about how we weren't going to like really deep dive into this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> we made it to episode five. Yeah, baby. Yeah. 
Alright. Oh, 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 we, oh, so, so anyways, uh, uh, they formulate their plan, they're training the children, uh, and something, it appears, uh, both earlier in the episode and here and now, because Bart is late to the meeting of kids when he, uh, when they start, or when they meet to, um, um, formulate their plan against Nelson. He's late to the meeting because he's been beat up by uh, Nelson yes. again. And when he Presumably arrives... Presumably he rolled home in a trash can. Uh-huh. Uh, and when he arrives, he coughs up his, his lucky red hat. <laughs> so he did this earlier in the episode, but mm-hmm. we see the lucky red hat uh, for the first time in the series. And uh, this lucky... Or, are you okay? I did not know there was a lucky red hat. Oh, yeah. I did not know yeah. it was identified as such. I just thought it was his little hat. Later on in the series, Bart's going to get turned into his lucky red hat in the box factory. But Oh, shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> but don't worry. Don't worry. We're not there yet. That's big problems. Uh, and then when the kids start, I wrote, I wrote this down, when the kids start to train, uh, they have their little army chants, you know, I don't know, but I've been told. And they're going through the various drills and... Uh, I got some serious Squid Game vibes out of this. Oh, did you? <laughs> because it was kids and like kids games, right? They're right. like on the monkey bars yeah, and the rings. But they're and- training to be the death. I did do a little reading up on the wiki, and apparently, some of, I, I have never seen these films, but some of these uh, gags and the music was taken from the movie Platoon. Oh, Platoon. Okay. Yeah, I thought and, it might be from Patton. Uh, pl- I'm sorry. Hold on. Platoon. Uh, sit tight, everybody. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Platoon, Full Metal Jacket, The Longest Day. Uh, Those are kind of the three that um, got... I guess mushed together for this sequence. I have not seen any of those movies. I, <laughs> I know. Sorry. Don't worry. Me uh, either. We're going to hit this bump, I think, some... Not some. I know we're going to hit this bump with The Simpsons because The Simpsons does a lot of popular culture references. And so... Yeah, so that's kind of the reason I started reading the wiki page mm-hmm. beforehand was just to kind of like familiarize ourselves with that. Okay. Because I, I definitely know that there's some that are going to go over mm-hmm. everybody's heads. See, this is how and it by begins, that, everybody. I mean us. Caitlin is starting to take root in this. <laughs> and because of this, she's going to start doing reading beforehand. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't help it. I don't want people to be mad. I want <laughs> Timothy to be mad at us. No, I didn't. Timothy's not going to be mad at us. <laughs> We're just getting started. He does. <laughs> uh, but something that we do see with the kids while they're training is something that I thought you would have noted. I don't know if you wrote it down or not, but uh, look at all of these ancillary characters. Yeah, I did not. I did not write that down Uh i wasn't really paying that much attention but um before they start training bart has a funny line where he's like i can't promise you victory i can't promise you good times and they all go oh and he goes i promise you victory and good times and then they're like yay we'll join your army Mm -hmm. that's very funny so we have a bunch of unnamed kids and some of these kids look like prototypes of kids that will be named later but they don't look enough for me to say that's definitely like one of them is database like uh i i I could say that this kid kind of looks like database Mm -hmm. but i don't think that it actually is him we don't hear his voice so we don't know right yeah well yeah okay that's good. So the kids have trained, right? Yeah. And they are ready to attra- attack Nelson. Yes. He shakes down kids for quarters at the arcade. <laughs> yeah. And which they're is, plot they're plotting all of this out with Herman. Uh huh. In his with his little model. That's right. And then uh, they know that he goes over to the Quickie Mart to get a squishy with the with the two bullies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where they're going to get him. Did you notice which flavor one of them got? I wrote it down. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Blue. He got blue flavor. He got blue flavor. Which we had this conversation last night. I was eating a blue raspberry dum dum, and mm-hmm. I was like, "There is no such thing as blue raspberries." Nope. But I know f- for sure what a blue raspberry tastes like, and I bet you that that icy or that squishy or whatever you call it tastes like a blue. So I, you know, I might be misremembering this, but I, I, rem- I do remember whether it's a true memory or not. In my life, uh, as a as a kid, when blue raspberry made its appearance on the world stage, and like previously, I think you're right. Things that were blue just sort of tasted like what we call blue raspberry, right? Uh, 
but and I don't remember where it was. It was probably it was probably we did not have squishies. We had ices. I lived in the south. We also had slush puppies, so that could have been what they were. And slurpees. I didn't have slurpees. You didn't have slurpees. There were no Seven Elevens close to where really? I lived. Zero. Wow. Yeah. I actually, uh, when I was little, remember being kind of perplexed as to what exactly a Seven Eleven was because I had never seen one. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm doing <laughs> doing a little reading. Um, blue raspberry is a flavoring for candy, snack foods, syrups, and soft drinks. Mm-hmm. The flavor originates from Rubus leucordermis. Is that more a person com- or is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a um, scientific name okay. for white bark raspberry or black cap raspberry, uh-huh. uh, known for its blue black color. Oh. Um, the flavor is first known to be used in 1958. Whoa. By Cincinnati Food Company Gold Medal for a flavor if it's Italian ice. Really? Yeah. 58. So you're real old. I would I I would have <laughs> I'd have, I'd have bet a dollar. I would have bet you a dollar that 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 flavor made its big premiere in the 90s. Right. I, I would have lost well, that dollar. I I'm getting I'm I'm guessing probably whatever food you were consuming started flavoring their things blue raspberry at yeah. that time. And the more I think about it, the more I think it may have been a slush puppy. But okay. anyways, that's uh that's not the most that important is something thing that we're I talking meant, about. I meant to look up last night and I forgot to do it. So here we are. Nineteen fifty eight. That's crazy. Yeah, well gold medal, yeah, for Italian ice. That was the origination of that flavor. Out of Cincinnati, the place that puts chili on spaghetti. <laughs> And has a red cream soda. And red cream. Oh, man, that's super sweet, ridiculous red cream soda. Yep. <laughs> so um, Bart and his uh, company of trained soldiers uh, are, are surra- surround Nelson outside the Quickie Mart, and they start launching 200. We know the number is 200 water balloons that at them. say happy birthday. They say happy <laughs> birthday. Or at least one of one them of says them happy birthday. It appears that the rest of them don't. <laughs> but, They're just facing away from the camera. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. And uh, they uh, they end up uh, uh, causing Nelson and the bullies to retreat, and they have created a classic uh, flank move. And so they surround them. He calls them, what, a pincher move? Pincher, yeah, yeah, yeah. And eventually Nelson ends up defeated, and Bart ties him up goes over to untie him and says, okay, so I'm going to untie you. And Nelson says, as soon as you untie me, I'm I'm going to kill kill you. you. Yeah. And he's like, well, then I'm not going to untie you. And he's like, but you have to at some point. Can, can, can we have a quick conversation about something we have talked about before? Okay. Uh, about Nelson, Mm -hmm. uh, just as a general character, it is said in this episode that Nelson is 10, Uh which means he's the same age as Bart, but he's giant. Yeah. So I always assumed I always assumed that Nelson was a couple years older, presumably because he was held back in school. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Huh, that might not be a canon statement that he's 10 years old. I would have no idea. I don't know. I'm not we sure. Will, we will discover that on our journey through this yeah. series. Yeah, hey, drop us a line. Let us know what you think. Uh, uh, how old is Nelson when it comes to the actual solidified canon? I don't know. I don't either. Okay, well, I missed that. I didn't. I didn't hear him say. They said something about him being ten. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, uh, Nelson uh, is is out of luck. I'm sorry to say because Herman walks up and says, "I'm prepared for this," and so they draw up articles. (laughs) We didn't. We didn't talk about the sequence uh, when they're training and like Mm -hmm. Bart's calling off like for everybody to come hit this punching bag with whatever. Like I feel like they have a plunger and a fly fly swatter and something, and he goes, "Okay." Herman and Herman comes in with a full-on bayonet yes. and stabs and, this thing and, and, and like guts it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he means business. He does. One he arm does. or no, he's gonna. He's, so, he is here for it. So Herman shows up with uh, a plan to write out articles of capitulation for for Nelson. Well, and before that happens, though, Grandpa <laughs> Grandpa's in the treehouse. Mm-hmm. Throwing water balloons at Homer. That's right. That's yes. very funny. Oh yeah, I wrote this down. The treehouse is in the front yard. Oh, Homer comes that. out. The, Homer comes out the front door, 
and Grandpa and Herman are up in the treehouse, and they start throwing water balloons down at Homer. There's also a room in the house. So, like, way back at the beginning of the episode, yep, yep. and Homer's trying to, like, kind of encourage Bart to fight. Mm-hmm. And he has the punching bag out. Yeah. And he, Bart, what room is that? that? Is it, like, a playroom? That's the romper room. Or the rumpus room, I oh, think is what it's called. Oh, okay. That yeah. makes sense. It, so, this... This room appears a couple of times and... Because there's like toys everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. Romper room, rumpus room. Rumpus room. Uh, romper room, I believe, was a TV show. It was show. a TV. Bippity boppity, romper room. Oh, I remember okay. it. Oh, yes. That was a show. <laughs> uh, so, rumpus room. Yes. Uh, uh, at least that's what I do believe Real Gems refers to that particular room as. Uh, there's that... Uh, I think it's the scene where... Uh, when uh, Bart and Martin and Milhouse are fighting over the comic book and Homer is sitting watching TV and uh, either way, either way it makes, uh, it makes other appearances, but the question as to where exactly it is, right. Is unknown. I actually think real gems did a video about the room itself. Oh, did he? So we'll, we'll find it and watch it later. Okay. I, I mean, yeah, that's just something I picked up on. Isn't this sort of a funny thing though? Like, in in animated shows in particular, like, I don't know that the writers had an idea of the actual of the layout. Floor plan. Yeah, the, pla- the the floor plan of yeah. the house, and so you have this weird anomaly room that cannot be accounted for except except that it just is there sometimes. It's, it's the room of necessity, like in Harry Potter. It just happens to be there and contains whatever you need. I've never watched the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. You slept on the floor that's, at oh, Casey that's and right. Joe's that's, apartment that's right. <laughs> while we watched the Harry Potter movies. That's right. Movies. They put Harry Potter on and I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I think it was the ABC Family Weekend back, back in the right. day. That was a long time that's ago. That's right. I remember. Yeah. I um, remember having a good nap. Yeah. So it just happens to be there for whenever you need uh-huh. it. Okay. So they uh, they go they move through the articles of capitulation and capitulation and uh, Nelson eventually agrees and then we see something from Nelson that we get every so often out of him and it it, it you I used to see this with bullies in school as well in that bullies are fearsome and vile uh to the kids but as soon they're as they're nice to the parents as soon as marge comes in yeah yeah he is sweet as pie the, what killed me was the fact that there's this kid wrapped up in rope uh-huh. just sitting on the couch watching tv with homer uh-huh. <laughs> well marge marge does come in and say oh are you boys done playing war yeah yeah, yeah. Like not knowing what a serious thing this is in, yeah. in Bart's world, and and then we get this nice little bow on everything because we're right back where we started. Right, yep. everything got kicked off because of cupcakes that are clearly muffins, and <laughs> then Marge walks into the room with, with cupcakes. cupcakes. Yep. Nelson is untied, and they even Bart and Nelson actually even do a little toast. Right. At the end. Yeah. And everyone is very happy. And then and, oh, 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 we, we cut to oh. a little PSA. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of Bart talking about war uh-huh. and how there's no good war except for Star Wars, the American Revolution, and World War II. That's right. Those are the only good wars. Uh-huh. We, uh, uh, I think that if this had followed the... Uh, the path of the first couple of episodes, not to include Simpsons roasting, then the whole thing would have ended with the cupcakes. No, I think it would have ended before that way. before. I think it would have ended with Nelson running away, like from the water balloons. Oh, like I think that would have been the end of it. Uh, but this is a much cleaner ending. albeit a total one. It's very abrupt. This one? I thought so. You think so? Yeah. Oh, I thought this was way cleaner. Oh, did you? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I will say that it, the, what happens is, is, abrupt, is, abrupt, is abrupt, but uh, in the sense that Nelson immediately is just like, you know, he goes from, I'm, I'm going, he literally goes from, I'm going to kill you to, okay, I'll sign. Let's have cupcakes. Right. Uh, 
But, uh, you know, this little closing bit here, this last final scene, I think in a couple of the earlier episodes, just plain old wouldn't have happened. Okay. So, uh, I was happy with that. Uh, and I am ready to rate the episode. What do you think? Okay. Okay. So where do you stack this amongst the ones you've seen? This is after No Disgrace Lake Homer. So it's number two for you. I think so. Yeah, I agree. I think this is probably, uh, I think this is probably the same. There are a couple of moments in this with my 2021 goggles on. Yeah. Uh, that I didn't much care for, you right. know, or you, it made you pause a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Skirt, skirting around the notion of politically incorrect, but, uh, but still like some things that in, in my modern viewing in 1990, and, we wouldn't have batted an eye. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm going to place this at, uh, my second. Uh, so the first one being no disgrace, like home, the second one being this one here, Bart, the general and yeah. the number three being Simpsons roasting. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Yeah. Well, uh, so any, anything else from the episode that stands out to you? Anything that, uh, anything you want to bring forward before we close out here? I don't think so. Okay. Well, thank, thank you, you for s- asking. You're, <laughs> you're most welcome. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us uh, this week. We uh, drop a new episode in the series, following the series from episode one all the way through one billion or however many episodes (laughs) there actually are. Uh, And those drop every Wednesday at 7.42 a.m. What what was that? Oh, sorry. I'm reading the the fandom wiki about the rooms in the house. Oh, okay. And we have the foyer, the Mm -hmm. living room, the TV room, the dining room, the kitchen, the rumpus room, Mm -hmm. the kitchen and garage hallway, the downstairs half bath, the garage, the upstairs hallway, Homer and Marge's room, Homer and Marge's bathroom, Mm -hmm. Bart's bedroom, Lisa's bedroom, Maggie's bedroom, Mm -hmm. upstairs bath, basement, attic, attic crawl space, and sauna. That's a big house. It is a big house. Yeah. (laughs) So thank you again. Thank you so much for for joining us uh, as we go off on a tangent while we're wrapping up. (laughs) Oh, there she goes again. Driving away. We we hope that you'll hit that subscribe button and make sure that you follow us on Instagram at Escalator to Nowhere Pod. You can also send us an email if you'd like to reach out at Escalator to Nowhere Pod at gmail.com. And until next time, I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. I'm the seasoned Simpsons fan. And I know a little bit more than I did before. That's right. And we'll look forward to seeing you next time. Bye. Smell you later.